Hi, I'm Marty McKenzie with His Love Ministries. Welcome to the Least of These Podcasts. We reach out to those the world has forgotten. If you'd like to know more about us and how you can donate to help us fulfill our mission, go to hisloveministries.net. Thank you very much and God bless you. Perfect Discover new technology and new things all the time. 
But if it's new in the Bible, don't believe it. Because if they hadn't figured it out in the five to 6,000 years that the Bible's been written, most of it, part of it, well, all of it's been written completely for at least 2,000 years. And the Old Testament says the same thing as the New Testament, right? It says the only way you're going to be saved is by trusting in Christ. And they were looking for a Jesus to come. And so John says, don't believe those things, but believe what you've seen and heard and trusted in. And he says, we saw Jesus, we touched him, we handled him, we saw him. He was the word of life. And then he talks about these we sayers, the ones that say they have faith, but their, their lives don't demonstrate it because how are they living? They say we're Christians, but they live like the devil. Some people say, I don't know what sin is, or sin, what's that, or I've never sinned, or I used to do that, but I don't do it anymore. The Bible says that all of us sin and come short of the glory of God, and there's none righteous, no, not one. And even today, as Christians, we still sin. That's why he says, for the people that are true Christians, we go to him and confess our sins, right? Confession just means you, you get right with that person, right? Say, say we get mad with each other. And, and what I do, I have to go apologize, right? And I have to confess my sins, say, I'm sorry, I made you mad, I did something wrong. And then we're back in a right relationship. And that's what happens with God. And it's the same thing because God's always our Father, just like our Heavenly Father, uh, our earthly Father. He can say, you're not my kid anymore, but we'll always be his kid. <laughs> and there's nothing he can do about it. But once we trust Christ, we're always and forever his. And then he goes on to talk about these tests of obedience, the test of who is your Jesus. Do you believe the Jesus of the Bible? We're going to talk more about that today. And he talks about the test of love, loving your brothers and sisters in Christ. And he says love is of God because God is love, right? And then he goes on to talk about the, the test of obedience. And he says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do the things I say do? And so we keep running through these three tests over and over and over again. And the last time we were here, we were talking about the love for the brothers and sisters that we know that we are in him, that we are true Christians because of the way we love other people, right? And he says people that don't know the Lord, they don't have that kind of love. It's a supernatural kind of love that we're able to love people who are unlovely. And you know what? A lot of times we're pretty unlovely ourselves, aren't we? Sometimes. So he goes on and he talks about chapter 4. He goes on and he says, he's going to tell us three things today. There's a command to test the spirits. He speaks next and he talks about that. And he says, this is how you test the spirits. And then he goes on and applies how we're to live in light of that. So let's look at verses 4. Chapter 4, verse 1 through 6, he says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. And then he says, you are of God, little children, and you have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are of the world, therefore they speak as of the world, and the world hears them. 
We are of God. He who knows God hears us. He who is not of God does not hear us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. So first he says beloved. We always want to say beloved, but it's beloved. You know, we're greatly loved by God. Those that know Christ are what? Greatly beloved by God, right? He called, uh, he called Jesus. He said, this is my what? Beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And those that know Christ, he loves us the same way. He says, we are beloved by him. So he says, people who are Christians don't believe every spirit. He's not talking about like ghost things, but he says, don't believe these different teachings, these different things that are taught by different people. Like I said, all you got to do is turn on that TV, I guess out there, but you turn on the TV and you might have a channel with all the, the Bible teachers on there. And one minute you got somebody that's straight out of the Bible and the very next one on there is straight from the devil. And that's just the way it is because you know why? Because the people that run that TV station don't care as long as they're getting their money to put the person on the TV. That's all they care about is they got the money and they put them on that TV and they say, well, you know, all right, you got the money and you get on there. So there's godly man and then there's an ungodly man. It might be two or three godly men and then two or three ungodly people. They're teaching that you get to heaven by works or baptism or, or you know, you don't have to worry about all that because everybody's going to heaven. We're all God's children, right? And that what, what a lot of people say, we're all going to heaven. That's not what my Bible says. He says the way is straight and it's narrow and few there be that find the way, right? And so he goes on and he says, don't believe every spirit, but test the spirits where they are, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out in the world. And these people on the TV, most of them, they're there because they want to make big money. I put up a post the other day and on the internet and, and I got all kinds of questions and things and people saying, well, I believe that person's good and this, that, and the other. I said, well, go check them out. I said, their salary is like, first of all, they get these unbelievable salaries and they have these jets and houses and cars and more things than anybody, just about anybody should own. And if they're Christians, they wouldn't want all those things and wouldn't need all those things. And they're constantly asking for money on the TV, right? They're constantly asking for money in their church services. And that's what they do. And so he says there are many false prophets and they've gone out into the world. And they won't tell you the hard stuff. They won't tell you there's only one way to heaven. One person asked me, well, I've never heard them say anything bad. And I said, you know what? It's a lot of times it's not what they say, but it's what they don't say. They won't confront you about sin. They won't confront you about your life. They won't say you can't do this and you need to do that because true Christians live for God, right? And that mean, doesn't mean that we're being legalists, but what we're saying is the Bible, what John says over and over and over again, is those that know the Lord, they do what? They behave, they believe, they obey, they, they believe the truth about Jesus and they love other Christians, right? And so he says, many false prophets have gone out in the world and he says, by this you know the spirit of God. So here he gives us the test to find out how these people, whether they're true or not. And he says, every spirit 
that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God, and every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come, come in the flesh is not of God, and this is the spirit of Antichrist, which you've heard was coming, is now is already in the world. So what does he say here? Remember what John wrote in the book of John? We studied that a few months ago. He says, and the word became flesh and he dwelt among us, right? Jesus became a man and he lived a perfect sinless life and he lived that for 33 years and then they killed him on the cross and Pilate said, I find no fault in him. Judas said, I betrayed innocent blood and all the Jews, they knew but they were afraid, they, they didn't want to lose their position, their power, and their prestige. And so they crucified Jesus because they were worried the Romans were going to come in and destroy them because of this Jesus. And so he says, every person, every spirit that confesses that Jesus has come in the flesh is of God. So that's one of the things that you have to believe to go to heaven, right? Because Jesus literally, bodily, came to earth. He was literally bodily born of a virgin. He was literally bodily here. He lived in a body. He For 33 years, he died on that cross for our sins. He was still in that body. And that's one of the things these people were teaching, that it wasn't Jesus on the cross when he died. It was just some spirit or it was a, because flesh was evil and, and spirit was good and God couldn't live in a body. And so they were coming up with all kinds of things. And, you know, the main thing they said is if it feels good, do it, right? There were two groups. If it feels good, do it. And the other group says you can't do anything because you have to live just, and you just have to beat your body to death all the time and you can't enjoy anything in life. And that's how you're going to get to heaven. So there were two groups. We know which one was popular, right? If it feels good, do it, right? And so he says... These people don't confess that Jesus has come in the flesh and they're not of God because if they were of God, they would say Jesus came in the flesh because that's what my Bible says. It says in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God and He was there in the beginning with God and all things were created by Him and in verse 14, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. The Bible says in many ways and many times God spoke in times past. But in these last days, he's spoken to us by Jesus, his son. He said, this is my beloved son. Over and over and over again, Jesus said, I'm God in human flesh. But they wouldn't believe him. And so people say, I'm not going to believe that. I'm not going to trust that. I'm not going to confess that. Notice it says confess. You know what the Bible says? If you confess with your mouth, that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, then thou shalt be saved. What are you really saying? You're confessing that Jesus came in a human body. He died for our sins. He was buried and he rose again the third day, right? He says, for with the mouth you confess unto salvation and with the heart you believe unto righteousness. And so the bottom line is, is we confess that, right? And confess means to say the same thing as God. Jesus says, unless you believe I am He, you will likewise perish in your sins. When Jesus was on the earth, He said, if you honor the Son, you honor the Father. If you don't honor the Father, the Son, you don't honor the Father. Because I and the Father are one. We are one. And so He was on earth and the people wanted to stone Him, right? Because He said, I'm God. And so He says, 
He's, this is the spirit of Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. Remember we talked about that spirit of Antichrist a few times ago. And the Antichrist is the one that is one day coming to take over the world. And he's coming to be the one that he wants everybody to worship him and to bow down to him. And he's going to take get people to take the mark of the beast and they can't buy or sell. And there's going to be this great tribulation. But you know what? There's the spirit of Antichrist in the world. More and more every day as we look at the TV, as we see the things on the news, as we see all the things that are going on around us, what do we see? We see everybody's against Christ, right? Nobody wants to hear about God. They want to be like Frank Sinatra and say, I did it my way. I want to live my way. I want to do what I want to do, and, and I don't want to do what you want me to do, and I sure don't want any of that Bible junk. But, you know, that's what they need. But they don't understand that. And so he says, lastly, here's the application. He's, he's going to say, you, they, and we. And so he says, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. So he says, you're of God. In other words, you're believers, little children. He says, you're of God, little children, and you have overcome them. Because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. So what's he saying? He's saying believers, what do they do? They overcome the world. The believers do what? They're, they have God's spirit in him. He says, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. In other words, the Bible says because we're believers. If we're believers, we have God living in us, right? And because he lives in us, what do we do? We overcome the world. What is, a, what is an overcomer? An overcomer is somebody that has Jesus living in, inside of them. Jesus, the Holy Spirit living inside of them. Uh, overcomer is a Christian. And because we are Christians, what do we do? We overcome this world. We don't fall prey to all the junk and all the lies and all the things that are going on out there. We keep living for Jesus no matter what. Because why? Because God gives us the strength, the ability, and the power to do it, right? He's the one that gives us that ability. If it wasn't for Jesus, what would we do? We'd fall, we'd fail, we'd be flat on our face every day, wouldn't we? But because Jesus is our strength and our power and our fortress and our high tower and our mighty God, we depend on Him and He lives in us and through us and we're able to live a life that we could never live before. We live for Jesus. And so he says, he who in you is greater than he who is in the world. So the devil's not greater than God, is he? No. No. And so he says here, they are of the world. Who's he talking about? Unbelievers, right? They are of the world. Remember what he said in 1 John 2.15, don't love the world or the things in the world because all that's in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but the world is passing away and the lust thereof. He says, they are of the world, therefore they speak as of the world. In other words, how do people talk that don't know the Lord? They talk all kinds of ways. They say all kinds of things. And they got all kinds of crazy, stupid ideas, right? Because why? Because they don't know the Lord. And somebody said, well, how do these people do all these crazy things that are so opposite of what's right? It's because they don't know the Lord. And he says, we are of God. 
He who knows God hears us. A lot of times the world, they just don't want to hear what we have to say. They don't want to hear about Jesus. They don't want to hear about the life we have in Christ. They don't want to hear about the things we believe in and trust in, in our morals and our beliefs because they believe in a different system, right? Literally, the people of the world believe right is wrong and wrong is right. And that's the way they believe and that's the way they act. And that's why they do such crazy stuff. And he says, he who is of God does not, he who is not of God does not hear us. In other words, they don't want to hear what we have to say. They don't want to believe in our Jesus. They don't want to believe in our morals and our rights. You ever notice that all the people, all the things that people have nowadays, they say, well, I've got this right to do this and I've got this right to do that. You ever notice that all those rights are against what the Bible says is wrong? I can do this. I can kill my baby. I can live this way. I can do this. I can be whatever. And you know what? They're living wrongly. But they say I can do it. And they want to justify it. They want to say, well, well, the Bible doesn't say anything about that. The Bible doesn't say I can't do that or they misinterpret scripture and somebody confronts them. I was talking to a guy yesterday and he said everything he told the guy, the guy heard something totally different. And everything the guy would say, he didn't say he said, but he said he said something different. And so they never could get him on the right track and uh, he, was, he was living a lifestyle that was very ungodly and he did not want to hear the truth. And so he says, and this is the spirit of Antichrist, which you have already heard was coming and is already in the world. So this spirit of Antichrist means these people are against Christ. They don't want to know about Jesus. The only thing they want to know about Jesus is how many times I can use his name as a cut in part of a cuss word, right? But the rest of the time, they don't want to know anything about Jesus because they don't want to live right. They don't want to do right. But you know what our job is to keep telling them anyway. And hopefully some of them the Lord will get hold to and they'll listen to us. And they'll become Christians too. See our job is not to make people into Christians. But our job is to what? Just tell people what Jesus did for us and tell him who he is. And then leave the results up to God. If it's up to us we'd be in trouble. But God's the one that does it. God's the one that speaks to heart. And then people get convicted and they either trust Christ or they don't trust Christ. You know, it's going to be a sad day for a lot of these people. And it is a sad day for a lot of these people. And a scary day when they realize when they pass out of this world and they realize that they've never trusted Christ. And that all this stuff wasn't just hooey. It wasn't a bunch of lies written on a piece of paper, the man's religion or whatever it is. But, but it's God's word. And it's all true. And we're either going to heaven or we're going to hell. And the people around us are either going to heaven or going to hell because they've either believed on the Lord Jesus Christ and been saved or they've not believed. And if you happen to be somebody that's been in a church that never taught that salvation is a free gift, it's not of works, but it, you, you can get there by being baptized or taking communion or confirmation or joining the church and doing more good than bad. Those are all man-made things. That's the spirit of Antichrist. Those are things that you'll never find in here. Read your Bible. 
what somebody said one day. They said, uh, Paul, when he was teaching in Athens, they said the Bereans did what? Every day they searched the scriptures to see if these things were so. And you know what, folks? Don't believe what I say. But go read your Bible for yourself. And if it ain't in there, tell me about it. Because best as I know how, I'm teaching what's in there. And all of us need to do the same thing. But the people in the world, they made up their own Bible. I told the guy yesterday he must be reading out of the NPV, the new perverted version. Because that's the way the world lives. Doing anything they want to, anyway, anytime. Because they don't want to live for the Lord. They want to do what they want to do. And then one day they're going to find out just how tragic the consequences are. Well, let's pray. Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for your word. We thank you that, that we are of God and we have overcome the wicked one. And because we know you. And those, if there's somebody here that's never trusted you today, I pray that they would just cry out in their heart and say, Oh God, I'm a sinner. Save me. And you said, whoever calls on your name shall be saved. Not might be, not hope so. We don't have a hope so faith, but we have a no so faith. Because when Jesus died on the cross, he said, it's finished. And John wrote the book of John and he said, these things have I written that you may, may believe that Jesus is Christ and believe that you might have eternal life because of all the miracles and all the things he did because only God could do those things. And then he writes a follow-up book and says, these things have I written that you may know that you have eternal life. Father, I pray that each and every one of us would not, would not leave here today unless we know for sure if we died today, we'd go to heaven to be with you because we've put our trust in you and you alone. In Jesus' name, amen. Hi, I'm Marty McKenzie with His Love Ministries. Please help us reach out to those the world has forgotten. Everyone we minister to is locked up in some way, shape, or form. Those in the nursing home facilities are locked up in bodies that do not work in a wheelchair or in a bed. We minister to children and youth who are locked up because of behavioral problems. Some have told us we want to have a real family because their parents have lost or given up custody of them. Other kids are locked up because they've committed crimes. We also minister to those locked up at the jails and the prisons, to those locked up in addictions, to drugs, alcohol, depression, and suicidal thoughts, to those locked up in a variety of other things that keep them from becoming who Jesus wants them to be. He came to give us abundant life, joy, and set us free, and these people that we minister to are not free. Our desire is to show them whatever their background, no matter what they've done, to see how much God loves them. We seek to help them receive forgiveness and freedom from their sin in Jesus Christ. We minister in the local area of Savannah, Georgia, and surrounding Effingham and Chatham area. We have recently expanded our ministry to the Lexington and Columbia, South Carolina area. We do over 2,000 services every year. We hope and pray that you will support us in some way that so we can continue our mission. Go to hisloveministries.net and click on the Donate Now button or send it via regular mail to Post Office Box 1881, Lexington, South Carolina, 29071. We hope and pray that you will do that. Thank you and God bless you. And you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. John 832.